Welcome and thanks for joining me for this episode. I appreciate you. So I heard a saying, I am broke is a thought, while I am poor is a state of being. Are you now wondering what's the difference? Let's find out. Welcome to Becoming Lauren. I'm your host, Cheryl Ann. Hang out with me weekly as I share my journey to Becoming Lauren, who by the way is my superpower, the goddess in me. She has and holds boundaries, she stands in her own power, and she speaks her truth. She is a badass. I'm sharing what's working, what I've learned along the way, and my guests will share how they made the leap as well, all with the goal of inspiring you to find and embrace your inner goddess too. Let's do this thing. Okay, so broke is temporary and poor is a state of being. So let's say that again. Broke is temporary, but poor is a state of being. So I read this in a book called Happy Pocket Full of Money by David Cameron Gerkind. Um, and wow, it uh, I had to write it down because I was like, whoa, like I never thought of that. I thought, you know, broke and poor were the same thing but they're not. And, uh, so actually I kind of did a a bit of a deep dive into that. And so what came after that was, um, something along the lines of, um, broke is uh, a temporary state. Uh, you don't have any money at the moment, but poor is a state of being that is brought on by thought. So consistently thinking the same thought over and over until it becomes a belief. So once you have a belief, we act on those beliefs. We, that's what actually our actions come from is our beliefs. So, okay, why does this matter? So what if you, what if what you believe to be true is self-fulfilling? So you believe that you are poor and when you believe that you're poor, it puts out a frequency and attracts like to you. So like circumstances, like people, like experiences. So your mind, your subconscious mind filters through millions, billions even of bites um, constantly. We, we, we have all sorts of sights and sounds and sensations, impressions, noise. You know, there's, there's, it's everywhere. Um, unless you're quiet, of course, and meditating, and then you're, you're getting it from inside. Uh, but in, if you're basically tuned into the outside world, you're getting all of these impressions and we'll just call them bites. Uh, so billions of bites are downloading into your mind. And what our mind does is we, based on your beliefs, your mind, these bites that you've deemed important by your beliefs, they actually are what your mind filters out. So basically, okay, so have you ever noticed that when you say, for instance, you start thinking about uh, getting a new car. So now you're starting to look at cars. You may, you know, go onto a website and look at all the different cars. But usually when you start thinking about getting a new car, you start looking around you at all the different cars that are out on the road while you're out on the road. And you start noticing ones that you like. And, uh, I, 
I, I'm using this example because just, you know, just recently I have a great car. Uh, you know what? It does what I need it to do. And, uh, it's, it's been very good to me and I've had it for about 11 years. Uh, it's got a couple dings and scratches and, um, it does have heated seats, which is great for Ontario winters. Um, not a heated steering wheel, which I'd really like. Uh, and also it doesn't have, um, like a GPS or a backup screen or, you know, those screens that newer cars have nowadays. And I'm like, Ooh, I really want one of those. So although I have a wonderful car and I'm very grateful for, uh, my transportation that's been so good to me, uh, I am, you know, I find myself thinking about getting a new car. So I've been looking around and, um, actually paying attention. So now my mind is now alerting me to, Oh, look at that car. Look at that car. And the funny thing is that there's been a couple that I've seen that I'm like, wow, that's really sexy. I like that car. So I'm like craning my neck to try and see what's on the back, what make and model so I can go look it up. Um, but anyway, so I've, I found a couple that I really like and now don't I see them everywhere. Um, the same as when I was pregnant years and years ago. Um, as soon as I knew I was pregnant, immediately I started seeing pregnant women everywhere. I hadn't even noticed them before, but now my mind now has filtered out all the rest of the noise and zeroed in on those things that my mind is focusing on. So we have what's called a reticular activating system. So in a nutshell, what that is, it's a bundle of nerves at our brainstem that filters out necessary information so that the important stuff gets through. So, and you need to know that you're determining what's important by your thoughts. So what you're focusing on, what you believe and thoughts are that the more you think about something and the more you repeat something, it becomes a belief. So we're going to talk about that a little bit, but I wanted to say, okay, so a single belief, it, it, or sorry, a single thought. If you have a single thought, that doesn't necessarily become a belief. Um, it can, and there are circumstances where it can, but it doesn't usually. Usually a belief is something that you are aware of, but you're not always aware of your beliefs. There are many beliefs that we have that if you knew about them, you might be a little bit surprised and you might be like, whoa, you know, I don't know that I necessarily believe, necessarily believe that now. And I think that's because many of our beliefs come from our parents and are actually instilled into us when we're very young and not really, uh, you know, not really, we're not really aware enough of who we are. So we just kind of we're like a little sponge and we suck in, you know, everybody around us. We suck in all their thoughts and beliefs and uh, what they repeat to us over and over. This is good. That is bad. And you hear it over and over and over again. And then one day, you know, it's just you're, you're act, you act that out subconsciously without even thinking on autopilot. You now know what is bad and what is good. But we don't usually challenge them because uh, we don't, those thought seeds, those belief seeds were planted many years ago and they were watered and they got a lot of sun, a lot of repetition of these things over and over until they're now uh, a belief that we're not even aware we have, but we do act out on autopilot. Most of the things we do according to our belief system. 
So definitely, I think, you know, you might be surprised to know what's in there and you might actually want to start challenging them because I've always said to my kids as they were growing up, garbage in, garbage out. Um, so let's look at that. You know, I'm not saying that you're what your parents said to you were, was garbage or that your teachers or friends, TV shows, music, you know, whatever it is you listen to or, or read the newspaper, whatever it is you're getting, wherever you're getting all these um, bites, as I called them, where you're getting the bites from. Um, you know what? If you hear something enough and you see something enough uh, and you don't challenge it at all, it does become fact in your mind. And then over time that becomes, you know, that's your belief. And then you start acting from that belief. So for instance, okay, I'm, I'm going to make it personal here. So kind of give you an idea of what I mean. So I used to always be told like so many people in my past told me that I talk too much and you know, so many people said it so many times that I started to believe that to be a fact. And, and once I believed it to be a fact, because I heard it enough, I started acting differently. Uh, so never mind that I couldn't help it. It is who I am. Never mind that I, I never wondered at their, you know, possible agenda behind saying it to me. Um, never mind that perhaps it was just a personal preference of theirs. You know, they, they'd rather be around quiet people um, never mind whether it was actually true or not, because really what is too much for one person is just the right amount for another person. It's, it's a real preference. Um, if you want to call it that, uh, so once I believed it though, I started becoming more aware of how much I was talking uh, how much I talked. I started apologizing for talking too much and feeling very self-conscious about not wanting to bother people with my chatter or blabber or rambling on as what, that's what I, I, I'd always apologize and say, oh, I'm so, I'm so, I'm sorry for rambling on there. And yeah, I, I became super aware of watching people, watching for those clues that, you know, they were tuning out, or, you know, they're looking over their shoulder, they're looking at their watch, or sorry, they're looking at over my shoulder at somebody else, they're, they're being distracted, or they're looking at their watch, or they pick up their phone, whatever, um, their body language, were they turning away from me, it became a real thing for me, uh, where I felt like I was just, you know, bothering people, and I had to be super uber aware, um, so I didn't bother people, so people wouldn't, not like me, or I didn't have to hear, damn, you talk too much, girl. <laughs> so, okay, so that's what it it was. And even, even though I did have other people in my life, very few, mind you, but I had a couple in my life that were, you know, I love listening to you talk. I could listen to you all day. It didn't change my belief that I talk too much. And I think it's because... I had heard much, much more that I talk too much and uh, not enough of you're fine just as you are. So I still apologize once in a while. I find myself doing that. I catch myself. But I did become aware of, of this belief. And I it was actually, you know, thanks to some other people that 
um, I, I started changing who was around me. Um, I've had many more new people in the last year or so enter into my circle and those people are just like me. They, they love to talk just like I do and they love to hear my thoughts too. And when I've caught myself or they've actually caught me apologizing, they're like, don't you dare apologize. Um, so now I'm finding that, you know, that belief is changing. It's, it's, uh, it's almost like it was a weed in my, the garden of my subconscious mind and it's been plucked out. And, uh, now I, I, because I've challenged the belief, I, I know, you know what, now I can say I don't talk too much for me and I don't talk too much for the people that I enjoy spending time with. So that's a belief that I was able to change. But you know what? I didn't even realize that belief was there for a long, long time. I just, it was a belief in my subconscious. And so I acted on that belief. I became, like I said, uber aware of what, you know, not talking too much, um, watching people to make sure I could see the signs that I knew it was time to stop talking all of those things that I did subconsciously, I wasn't even aware I was doing them, but they all stemmed back to that belief. So basically, if we're going to go back to broke is temporary, poor is a state of being, or a, that came from a belief, then when you say, I'm poor, and you say it enough, what happens is your, remember we talked about the reticulating, sorry, I always forget what it's called. The reticular activating system in your brain now starts to look for uh, confirmation, evidence that you're poor. And that's what it's going to filter out. It's not going to show you that you're not poor. It's not going to show you examples of look at all this abundance that you have in your life. It's going to confirm your belief. And there's another word for that. I can't think of the word right now solidify your belief or confirm your belief. I'm sure you know the word, but anyway, um, it's going to just, uh, reinforce. I think that's the word I was looking for. It's going to reinforce the belief that you're poor by keeping you poor and only showing you the circumstances, which is going to perpetuate that belief. It's not going to change it. Okay. So all that being said, Here's a question for you. Are you actually aware of your beliefs? And do you know or notice how they influence your actions and your choices daily? Um, do you even know where to find them in that big, beautiful mind of yours? I would love for you to weigh in on that question. Um, in my uh, Facebook page, um, Calling All Goddesses, we have conversations about just this sort of question. And soon I'll be putting together a masterclass on just this exact topic because I'm finding it is key to so many of the, uh, the blocks that I've experienced in my life. Your beliefs are absolutely like a GPS. So they, they create your life um, often on autopilot based on the coordinates that you've set, which are your beliefs, or that others have around you have actually programmed in for you 
into your GPS. So that's a scary thought, right? Uh, but have no fear. Don't worry. You are the boss and you can create new coordinates. You just have to um, uncover the beliefs, decide if they're still true for you, and if not, create new beliefs that do support you and help you live the best life that you can. So that's all I have for today. Hopefully you followed along with this and I'd love to see you. I'd love to see you join my Facebook group so we can talk about it some more. Have yourself a great day, guys. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please go drop some love on it and leave me a review. It really helps others find my podcast as well. And please know that I really appreciate every single one. Make sure you subscribe as well so you don't miss it when the next episode goes live. And hey, if you know someone that would benefit from and enjoy this or other episodes, please share Becoming Lauren with them too. If you're looking for more connection, join my private Facebook group, Calling All Goddesses, or look me up on Instagram at becoming.thegoddess.lauren. Don't worry, all of the links are in the show notes. One last thing, have yourself a fabulous day and go out there and be your unique and wonderful self because, hey, no one else has that superpower. <laughs>